Hey guys, we got episode number 121 of Bull here at AfterBuzz TV. Stay right with us. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. What's going on, guys? Welcome here to our Bull After Show on AfterBuzz TV. And it is just the two of us. <laughs> Nadine is out tonight, as you can tell. Uh, she's working a production at the moment. Good for her. Always working hard here in L.A. Uh, but it's just the two of us, Nadine and I, here. Uh, it's going to be a good show. It was very... Uh, yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah, I was like... And now you got me swearing. You cannot blame me for the fact that you just said fuck. Yeah, I can blame you for just saying it there. You had every opportunity <laughs> Cause to you just said say it. the F word. Because you girl. said it. Now that opened me mistake. up to saying it right, you said on, it. Moving on. I'm um, like, I am Shay. It is Shay Jones with me. It is Shay Jones, not Nadine. I'm like, I know we all look like Kevin, <laughs> but damn. Well, <laughs> tell everybody where they can find you on social media. We got a lot to get into. We do. Hey, guys, I'm Shay Jones. You can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram and love Shay Butter on Snapchat. Not bad. I am Kevin Ellis. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Kevin Ellis. Well, it was a good show. We had it was a really good show. A new potential series regular introduced because we know that there's going to be a season two of Bull. But Eliza Dushku made her appearance on Bull tonight. I love her. And she's got a see uh, series option year two, so we don't know whether or not she's going to be on year two, but we know that she's going to be in uh, the next two episodes. Yeah, for to the season finale, yeah. Till the season finale, so that's very exciting. She's uh, she had a great uh, great character in JP Nunnally. What what did you make of her character? Just like almost Bull's opposite. And then she kind of reminded me of um, Texas. She reminded you of Texas, like the Texas girl that yeah. we're talking about. Oh, 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 okay. In the way, like they they can match with each other. Okay. And the sexual tension is just there. Right. The tension is quite obvious. I mean, like, from the start, they are. Well, at least Bull is being a lot more flirtatious than she is. She's pretty hard line. She does the job. Uh, she's very intelligent. She has three uh, three different locations uh, in three different her, states. Three different states. Three floors in the, of an office on Fifth Avenue. Like she is the real deal, and she shows it in the courtroom too. And she's fantastic in every way, and brings this gravitas uh, litigator to the tag team. No, I love it. She's like, I am a world class like she's like i'm letting you know exactly who you're dealing with right now oh yeah i am a world-class litigator there is nobody's name i'd put in that hat except for mine i'm like queen (laughs) bow it's done my favorite line that she made is i am i the church is oh, my or my courtroom this is, this is the, the church, church and, and I, I am the high, high priestess. priestess. I'm like, okay, that actually is the best line. That but was... did you think that Bull was also in a way goading that response out of her when he went in there? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, she she was tricked in some ways into bringing out her ego for Bull because that almost made her more vulnerable, which is odd, but. He played it right, because right at the end of, you know, so when he introduces her to the TAC war room, 
he initially is trying to play the nonverbal cues and he's, you know, trying to touch her hair. She, you know, whacks him away. You know, he sits her down. But at the end, after he, again, starts bringing out her ego a little bit, she even loosens up a little bit, tries to touch his hair, and he shoots her away. It was, it was, it was, it was a, a gem move on his part. I really want to see Diane and her in one room just to see knock out oh. who'd win oh. in that like I seriously cause I'm just like dude didn't you go to Texas you stayed there we didn't like we didn't touch on that yeah there there was and I'm just I'm ups- I don't know how upset I am or if I am upset I'm just confused it was very uh it's an interesting character to bring into the fray because she is a, she is tr- like trouble she's trouble for bull mhm because it can it can go so many different directions. We no longer have Miss Texas, possibly. Uh, Miss Texas moves up to New York, finally. She sees that there is competition, and she thinks that maybe it's a good idea to start a life with Bull, and maybe JP gets in the way now. So there's a lot of different story arcs that they can make with this new character It will it, concerning their love interest. So it should be interesting going forward what they actually decide to do. I just I just want to put them both in one room and just see, because <laughs> I feel like Texas is very fluent. Uh huh. In what regard? You know, one she's from Texas, next she's from New York. Like fluent just in her, in the way she'll adapt. Mm-hmm. So I just want to see once she's up against JP, just either if she's going to adapt or go on the attack. Okay. Uh, yeah, it would be fascinating to watch. I think be, it would be great. Uh, like two great lionesses to see. in one room, oh. just like watching them go at each other. Oh, just the way that JP was introduced in that Bull is woken up by Marissa's phone <laughs> call after he tells her to find a lawyer, a litigator that he can actually have Benny have Benny's problem be solved through. And he gets this call at like what four o'clock, three thirty in the morning, three fifty in the morning, three fifty in the morning, and she wants to meet at four thirty in the morning at a restaurant. And he goes there. Nobody is in this restaurant. He even confuses her for a waitress. Well, he wasn't even looking up. That's what I thought was really funny. He he was just like, well, he was looking up at her, but I'm just. Why would like the way she was dressed, especially? Mm. How would you mistake that? I was trying to figure out getting was- that like a waitress vibe. It was dim. It was dim in the restaurant, and who knows who's gonna like be there to actually serve him in uniform at 4.30 in the morning? I don't know. I, I see. I think that it was a, it was a little, uh, I, I don't want to say chauvinistic, but it was... It it was, was a little, yeah, a little bit. Well, also, I'll give, him, I'll give him the fact that it was 3.50, 4.30 in the morning, he yeah. was drinking. I will give him a little leeway. Yeah, he could so, have been woken up in REM sleep for all we know. He was having a hell of no, a dream. This is my favorite part. <laughs> Dear Marissa... I hate you. <laughs> I was having a great dream that you woke me up from. Oh, no, thank God. Someone's here. Yeah. Like, yeah. that was the best. I'm sorry. That whole recording was just, I want, legit, I halfway wish, wonder if she got it. Yeah. Like, midway through. <laughs> and then somehow he's just like, oh, yeah, thank God. And, like, she's like, bull. Well, he said, please forget the last two minutes <laughs> of no, your life. No, but he was talking to JP. Like, he'd, yeah, already, yeah, yeah. he'd already shut off the phone. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Like, what, I don't know if he was making a recording to send to Marissa or... No, that's what I mean. If he texted, he said... like, voicemail text and then, like, kind of sent Oh, it. I don't know if he actually sent it. But I do know that when he 
when JP approached and we realized that he's like, forget the last two minutes of your life. Yeah, let's just like forget it. It's, it's amazing because of that whole conversation, at least the, the voice recording that he was at least making for Marissa. Who knows? If I he love Eliska. Oh my god, I love that character. She's like, I'm a yeah. fixer. She is. She there is a fixer. People have problems. I can either take care of it or just make it go away. I was just. She's very like her, she has a very calm sense of who she is and what she is as oh. a person. Yeah. And I just love that she doesn't take crap from anybody. She's like, I made it, like, especially with Benny, when she finally meets Benny, she mm-hmm. goes through the plea deal. She's like, or you can go to jail, rub elbows with some men that you put away. Yeah. Or you can take my deal. Well, she knows that she is good. She knows that she is the best. And few people can argue that. Especially after this. Especially no, after this. You can't argue that at all. Benny couldn't even argue it. Benny wanted to at certain points, but in the end, he knew that she was the one that could get him off in this case. So, I, I, it'll be interesting. I'm sorry, maybe he's not here because she wanted like a culmination of this and she couldn't be here to I know, like, I know. have it. Well, this is what I thought was going to be the season finale. True. And... Well, okay, I will still say this, in that I, you know, the prediction that I've been having as you guys have watched for the past, I don't know how many weeks, since like mid-season, since we had this Hayden Watkins case introduced. Well, now that we know that there was tampering of evidence, Hayden Watkins might go free, and Hayden might come after Benny still, and I still think that that could be the cliffhanger in that maybe Benny gets shot, something, you know, that is something that we always get in series episodic, uh, or in network television, is this big cliffhanger to bring us on into the next season. I, I still think that that could be it. I can actually see that, but technically since Benny wasn't the one that tampered the evidence, Sure, but he's also Psychopath. Still part of the case. He's still a psychopath. So, in yeah, in the sense of being a psychopath, it makes total sense your theory. Yeah, I, because we'll psychopaths see. have their own little tally in their own mind of people who have wronged them, and I feel like if you're a psychopath, you're gonna make sure the score is even. Oh sure, and if Jessup ends up going to jail for this tampering of evidence, which who knows whether or not it will happen, um, you know, he's not gonna be able to go um, be targeted if he's in jail. So unless they're in the same there's gotta jail. be a scapegoat. <laughs> if he's released, then it doesn't matter. So true, but like she said, like his appeal could take. Uh, oh well, yeah, okay, years, we'll go so under that theory. They could, mm, but it was Jessup's whole telling of it was just so halfway sad in his like. For me, I I didn't want to feel bad for him because I'm like, dude, this is your friend, and you seriously try to make him a scapegoat. Yeah. Yeah. And that is effed up. It is pretty screwed up. That's why he wanted him to take the plea deal in that he was not going to go to jail. Jessup he never was had looking to come after clean. him in some way. He never had to come. Yeah. Well, he did have to actually uh, apologize to the public. Uh, he would have had to do that. And he no, I mean Jessup. Oh, Jessup wouldn't have. He, he yeah. wouldn't have had to come clean about his um, sort. Tampering his fault, Yeah, his yeah. fault in it. Well, the thing is... I think Hayden still might have gone free. That's the thing. Is because either way, the, either way, that that's exactly why Benny did not want to go public. Is because he did not want to see Hayden Watkins on the streets. He did not want to let this guy loose. So if he admits to it, he goes free. If Jessup admits to it, he goes free. There, it was a no-win situation. I, in order to get Benny off, either way, they had to be able to 
get or Hayden would have to go free, which is just disgusting. And it's just the technicality of how th- the procedure in which you have to uh, approach uh, any kind of arrest, any kind of uh, questioning. That's why they couldn't use the confession tape. Uh, that like, Hayden had because he was he was punched out by the. But any officer knows if you're going to do something, take it off the tape, <laughs> off the recording. Yeah, I'm just, but, I'm just like, dude, like <laughs> you should, like either you don't and want. Then you're tampering like, with evidence again. You're, you're, it's. But technically, it's not on tape, and he did confess. So if it's not, all I know is if it wasn't on the recording, you ain't got me. Well, that's again, you're you're. You're talking about violating the constitutionality of. I don't care. Know, I'm just like a person's rights. Everybody, so everybody <laughs> knows that seriously. If you're gonna, you get a confession and then you want to beat the dude up off the recording. Basic knowledge of all these. <laughs> basic knowledge of all of the, all of the crime movies that Shay has watched. <laughs> she knows, and I'm not gonna deny. <laughs> I've watched LA Confidential. I know how things go. Just uh, saying though, like <laughs> great movie by the way. I've never seen it. LA Confidential. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. What's that? That was the same year as Titanic, and actually was nominated for Best Picture. Uh, Titanic won, though. Titanic won. Because everybody loves romance. I mean, it was Titanic. It was was a great movie. And they won all their money back, so it all works out. (laughs) That and more. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. No, it it was a really... It was really interesting how it brought up all of these questions of morality and uh, integrity, casework and integrity, and uh, and right versus wrong, and and taking chances, knowing when the bullet is going to catch up to you. Uh, that was the you know how to dodge a bullet was the name of the episode, and you saw right at the beginning. I loved the opening. I loved the opening where we saw tech team members who were each doing something or an event was happening to them where they were uh, it, it was just something interesting where Danny she she took a pregnancy test you had Cable who was potentially going That's on a bad was, date stop that stop right there cuz what about Wes I'm legit I'm going back to Wes for like 2 seconds for this like why she meet some dude and you with Wes they confusing my life right now. Wait, wait, wait. I'm so confused. Wait, what? Cables with West. Cables with West. Yeah. Oh, but who knows when that was? Uh, that okay. might not have been. That might. Okay, not so have that been. could have been just like. Could have been in past. The past. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say because like that's why I was really confused. But I'm like, Cable is with yeah, West. Stop messing up my like my like ships. Yeah. You're messing with my ships that I love so much. Well, it, yeah, I agree with you in that they probably shouldn't have used Cable. They thought, oh, Cable's our young, youthful uh, actress on the show. She can be the one that we throw on the Tinder date. Or maybe they didn't think nobody would catch it, maybe. Like, sometimes that might just, like, slide by somebody's Yeah, I mean, well, it was interesting, because they, they could have used Marissa, because she's the single one on the show, so... Yeah. I mean, of the other... I mean, they could have used Chunk, they could have done whoever they could have but I mean, it was weird for cable because yeah she's got a guy and that's what i think that's what bugged me about that scene i was just like wait a second even though dude was obviously completely wrong for her she totally dodged that bullet because dude was so rude to oh. that waitress about some wine huge deal breaker there is no there's no need to yell at a waitress oh if you're rude to the wait staff that i used to that, be a server and that's a that's a red flag that's a huge red flag that's like that tells you something Simple right then there oh yeah 100 uh yeah no I'm, I'm with you so when you saw that 
you knew Cable was making, she was dodging a bullet she, yep. when she saw that. Uh, Chunk, Chunk dodged, he dodged a little bit of the parking. It's gonna take a handicap spot. I can think. I think. I think some people. I don't have a car, so I haven't yet to park in a handicap in LA or anything. But I think mm. that's happened where you, they're just like, I'm just gonna park here. Hopefully, I'll only be like a minute, and maybe I won't get caught. Well, in all fairness, you saw that he had a bunch of stuff in his backseat. Like he was clearly unloading some stuff, and that's yeah. why. So, mm, oh, so catch okay, break, but. that actually makes sense. So, I feel like. If it were saying what happened with Cable was something in the past, that could mm-hmm. be like when Chunk was like all fashion, like working for that lady. Oh, could have. Sure, so sure, sure. That could play. We'll in go there. under that theory. Past theories of how we'll to dodge a bullet to present tense. For Wes's sake. I think I think we, everybody has like been glad they've dodged bullets. Oh, yeah. Around here. Oh yeah, it's uh and and Benny Benny in some respects dodged one. Possibly. Well, technically, Possibly. I, I thought the judge was funny at the, at the end when he's like, I think we're going to do a 10-minute recess. The judge called for three different recesses at very integral at times. At very integral times. Like, in my head, I'm like, either the judge is on the take or you just got something to do for yeah. these. Because, like, you know, the way he kept overruling, mm-hmm. her, I was just like, are you working for the other side? Is that what this is about? Like, I was like, I just don't understand why you... Or overruling what she's saying. Oh, it was it was very interesting courtroom. We haven't seen something quite like that. Typically, the attorney or the I mean the judge will kind of let things go the way they go. But I guess the for, for dramatic effect, at least we had a bunch of recesses. So especially right before she's going to uh, cross examine. Oh yeah. Danny. Yeah, that was interesting because it really kept the jury hanging and let them. Uh, at least I would have been, as a defense, I would have been pretty ticked because I wouldn't have had that opportunity for rebuttal immediately to get that jury to think something else right away. It kind of saturated within them over the period of time that they had uh, during recess. And, oh, God, I would have been, yeah, I would have been so peeved. But she actually humanized Benny in their eyes in that sense. She was brilliant. She was amazing. She's like, you're Catholic, right? Oh, it, w- it was the perfect thing to bring up. It really was. And it goes to show that the cases that, uh, the case files that Jessup had provided, and it turns out that Jessup was the one, the source that brought the and information. And he gave himself up, which is just like, you yeah. could have just, that one you could have slide a little bit. Like, I know. He, dude, you, first of all, you admitted to giving past things, so I'm assuming you're about to lose your head of mm. the Justice Department at this point. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, you tamper with evidence that you tried to plant on Benny. You know what's funny is that right when I right when the episode began and we saw the Benny and Bull walk on into the diner and we saw Jessup and Jensen in there, it was to me when they were introducing or when they were introducing Bull to these two gentlemen, it was so I, for me. I've watched so many movies, I've watched <laughs> you know so many crime dramas that it was quite. It was quite obvious that the second that they said that Jessup used to be an NYPD officer, just, like, sadly, the first thought that came into mind was the fact that he tampered evidence. Forgot about it throughout mid-episode. I'm thinking, oh, oh you know, where's where's the rest of this case going? I, you know, put that in the back of my head. But that was my first thought when I saw him, too. And it turns out that it's true. Which is really interesting because, like, last week I seriously figured out who did it, like, 30 minutes in. Really? And so right before we found out, we I paused it, told Nadine, and then, like, legit 
I was right. Nice. Right nice. after, I was like, I never figure out anything that fast ever. <laughs> like that was like such a first. Well so the, I wasn't really paying attention to like. So that was actually really cool that you kind of you know had that in your back burner, oh, yeah. in the sense because we're. Int- I was just like, okay, so they're, they're meeting. I'm like, this is kind of halfway sketchy. Mm-hmm. The fact that they just randomly want to have a meeting with you. Yeah. It was. It was it, it, the whole situation was sketchy from the like, and then you you know you sat down, and then as soon as they started bringing it up, why would you bring that up around Bull? One, you know who Bull is, right? Two, you you start talking about evidence and huh. things pertaining to the case that Bull may not have known. Mm-hmm. So all that just leads me to this is a setup, and Bull of the highest order. Knew. Oh yeah. Oh no, when you see. Two big ass black SUVs pull up, just stop in the middle of a street on the other side. You would be suspicious too. Oh yeah, you. Well, he knew immediately. He's like Benny. We gotta, go. we gotta go. We need we to gotta go. put on put on your put on your uh, put on your jacket. We need to leave. Like don't put, don't no keep this conversation going no more because what's about to happen to you? Well, what did he think was gonna? Okay, I, I find that a little silly because Bull knows the order of things. He knows full well that Benny's not going to be able to run from the cops, and he's not going to send him on a plane to Mexico or anything like that. <laughs> so I don't really know Bull's end game. Of course, he's just being a protective friend. It's his best friend. He's going to try and do what he can. But it's kind of hilarious I was like what we're gonna do walk you out the back like yeah what's your, again what's your end game <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I love how um, Marissa gave him the two ties and she, he's like no that one's for Benny I'm wearing it and so he gives Benny the like paisley blue one instead <laughs> I don't know what his thought process was for that uh, yeah to I, give him a pop of color I don't know yeah, yeah. Who, who knows? Needed to show some fun side of Benny. I don't it's know. not like he was trying to impress JP or anything and like then, that. Like, everything was the was, like Even in the courtroom, the first time was a setup when it was just supposed to be a misdemeanor. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you, you had the girl's parents there. Why? <laughs> a civil rights violation. That's what they, uh, that's what they had said. It was, it was a civil rights violation on t- and plus tampering with evidence. And tampering evidence. In doing so. I mean, it was tampering of evidence, uh, which was apparently a civil rights violation. But I thought the civil rights violation was because he didn't tell about the phone call. Oh, possibly. Honestly, I forget. Or, uh, I, I can't articulate it or I can't remember it. So <laughs> let it be, I guess. Um, let so, it be. Let it be. I love Beatles. Okay. Oh, God, yeah. Um, so just overall... What are you expecting? I mean, there was a trade-off. In order for JP to do this case, three cases for one. So this was that one case. I love it. She's like, can you count that high? And he, <laughs> that time he just took to count was just priceless. Ah, it's cool. It's cool in that we're going to be able to have this new, uh, this new element to the tag team. It's, and Benny's great. Benny's a great uh, litigator in his own right. Great yeah, great attorney. Uh, but it'll be interesting to throw some new uh, some new fire into the mix, and she's got it. What I thought was interesting when Jessup goes up to Benny in the bathroom, and he's like, we all know you're just playing pretend law for Bull. Yeah, that had to have burnt him a little bit. I was just, how can you pretend law? Yeah. Like, well, I've even taken cases for Bull, like, big cases, where we've won. So that's not pretend. No. How can you call that pretend law? 
Like just that, just that framing of that sentence. Uh-huh. I don't know if, it, if Jessica was really just hurt or trying to just throw suspicion off of him mm-hmm. or what. But the fact that you were saying pretend law. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I thought that it was a little rough, and if, especially for a friend. But I guess he was... I, I don't know what his game plan was there. I don't know. If he really was trying to make Benny settle, I think that that was his, that was his goal. That was his he goal. He still wanted he just, him to do so. He failed and sucked at yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was a, overall, I really enjoyed this episode. I thought that it brought some great things that we haven't seen uh, recently, and I think that JP is a great character. It'll be so interesting to see how this team now uh, operates and how we're going to see the storylines. With a new player who doesn't really understand the science. She doesn't understand the science at all. Of the trial science. At all. And she, even in the moment, wasn't too... She still doesn't believe much in it. Still, in this case, there's nothing in her. If you're JP, you're thinking, this trial science has done nothing for me. In fact, like, it, it'll come. It'll come in the next coming up episodes like where she'll find how it does help her. Uh, but it hasn't quite happened yet. Yeah, so that'd be fun. Even in the preview, her. a little bit, it seemed like Bull was in the, pro- like, the prosecutor defense. Like, he was doing the case like a lawyer, but I'm like, he's not a lawyer, so I was super confused by that, just a little bit. Yeah. I'm like, are you stepping in as counsel? Like, mm-hmm. you, can you do that? You're a psychologist, so I don't understand. It's going to be fascinating to see how the writers balance out all of these characters now, because you have, you have so many strong characters that they can play off of, and some episodes you're going to have some characters rise, some characters barely do anything. This episode... Danny and Cable barely did anything. Chunk didn't do anything. Chunk didn't really do anything either. I'd love to be them making ever however much money they're making just to kind of, <laughs> you know, chill. They chill are for paid an episode. well. So. They're paid handsomely. Um, Especially so living in New York. And living in New York. Not a bad perk. Uh, so, yeah, it's... it's It'll be cool to see how they uh, how they balance this going into next season and our last two episodes. I want to see more of JP. I feel like oh we will so much. Oh, I, mean, I mean, like in season two, like I feel like we can definitely. I want to kind of move her up just from possible recurring to a recurring. Mm-hmm. She's a little stiff. She's a little stiff. Well, it's not that it, it would be recurring. It, it they re- actually have a series regular option on her. So well, that's what I mean. Be... Like I want like a more series regular option because like right now she's just recurring. Oh yeah, but again, you're recurring for the last three episodes of three, so we're okay. <laughs> it's not like we can do any bit more than she's already got. So I mean, in your eyes, is there anything that you want to see of these last two episodes? Um, I want to see Marissa get a date. Oh okay. I want to see. Texas and Bull. You still want Texas to come back. I love her. See, I'm just not don't. in love with Texas. Why? I don't know. I just there's nothing there's nothing about her that says I wanna watch what she does. I do Okay. Only because like we I just share different opinions. Everything she's first pants bull leaving him in a field, I found that <laughs> awesome. Just like I feel like there's a lot you can do with her character. I, I yeah, and I think just, it's just tough though. I think it's just tough with the long distance relationship thing. If she came to New York, okay. How well, would then she I'll adapt? say this. I want her to visit more in New York. Okay. And I want like another case outside of New York. 
I, yeah, that would be nice to have a case outside and to travel to maybe in one of JP's other state yeah, offices. Somewhere interesting, like yeah, just travel somewhere interesting that's totally, totally out of the loop. Maybe somewhere so, in L.A. Here in L.A., you have out of a Hollywood scope. murder or something like that, where you have oh, a celebrity, awesome. um, um, like a, a domestic murder or something like that. Yeah. I could, I was, I was like old, old school Hollywood mystery murder. I think it would be right up Bull's Alley. Yeah, you would I also want that. him to be super challenged. I want him to, when he comes to a like, case, for at least season two, what I want to see is a case that Bull can't really predict. Okay. If that makes sense. I love the serial killer element. I think that we don't see enough... We don't see enough of that in the show. We don't. We, Except we haven't for the really sociopath from earlier. Yeah, we really just haven't had this 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 really like gruesome killer where you have a couple of murders throughout. Um, I mean, it's not that really that kind of show, but I'm just trying to think how they could play that. Um, Ooh, what about one something someone that tackles the tag team mm. in? Like the the sociopath, like he hires somebody to get each one of the tack members against Bull as like revenge or ish thing. I just want to see how Bull reacts to something little things being done to his team. Yeah, oh, and yeah, how that's... he's and how he would respond. Oh, you saw this episode just how personally he took Benny being put on trial. No, but I meant something like. I know, I'm too, supporting. Like, I, I'm supporting that thought. I'm just saying, like, how yeah, he, was fr- he took that so like, personally. I love, I love how he how admitted he, he was would... frightened. Actually, oh, but yeah. that part for me was just very humanizing for Bull's character in a way. Because, you know, he's always in control. He has to be in control mm-hmm. of every situation. But in this one, he kind of had to let JP be that person because he can't control her. She's going to do what she's going to do. And that'll be fun to see how much she loosens up. Because she's really stiff right now. She, she's got a very uh, hard shell. Bull has not cracked it yet. He's It'll attempting. be interesting. And he will attempt. He will keep attempting. It'll be interesting to see how long it will take for her to loosen up. Because she hasn't really had any interactions with the tag team other than Betty that one, and Bull. That one meeting, too. Yeah. That was about it. But there wasn't anything between her and Cable, or her and Marissa, or Junk, Though, Danny. it was super funny. Uh, there's this, the preview is, like, her, him and actually JP and Bull going at each other, like, in the argument. And Benny's like, I hate it when mom and dad fight. Which is interesting, mm. because <laughs> Marissa technically is a mom. Yeah. So the fact that that statement is being switched to a JP and Bull is just interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah, I mean, Marissa's still Mama Bear. She's always Mama Bear. So we love Geneva Carr. So uh, other than that, uh, I've already said my big prediction. I'm still thinking that some Hayden Watkins thing, some Hayden Watkins thing will will come to be. But we'll see. We'll see. I could. Oh, maybe wrong. he he gets out of jail and takes over. He does like an like another attack. Um, oh, another another murder no, separately. Um, no, that too. I mean, like he comes to attack and sort of. Does like that what that girl did without the bomb, but like he kind of takes oh, over like hostage. Oh, interesting. Hostage tag. Huge hostage tag. Interesting. Okay, that could also be something. I can see that. Cool. Well, Shay, yes. not Nadine. Please tell everybody <laughs> where they can find you on social media. Hey guys, I'm Shay Jones. You can find me at a real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram, and this lovely man next to me. Thank you, thank you. I am Kevin Ellis. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Kevin Ellis. Guys, thanks for joining us. We didn't have anybody in the chat room this week, but please always know you can hit us up in YouTube during the live show. 
We will see you guys next week. Two more episodes left. Two Nadine will be left. back. We are super excited. Uh, we love the show. <laughs> we love you guys. Always tune in. YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud. You guys know. You can find us everywhere. Take care, guys. See you. Bye, guys. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.